So today is the 21st of April, 2021. We've come together with the firm intent to practice, uh, to train and instruct our minds. And this mind, we can call it a, the element of knowing, knowing element that knows uh, sense impressions. And the knowing element that knows sense impressions under the influence of delusion, of ignorance, understands that all these phenomena are a self, are a mine, are a me, a mine, are you, or yours. Uh, delusion understands that this mind is mine or in yours. This is what uh, ignorance thinks. And thereby the mind clings to materiality as me or you, mine or yours. And all the things of the world become mine or yours, uh, me or you. So we've seen that it's natural, it's the way of nature for beings to leave the world, for people to die. And we see that all the things of the world, they really belong to the world. And it's uh, the deluded mind uh, clings to them, clings to all these things of the world that really just belong to the world. We can look at, for instance, the solar system with the sun in the center. The sun has the great gravity, so all the things in the solar system are under the influence, are caught in the sun's gravity. So we can say that there's nothing free in the solar system. It's all uh, caught in the, the gravity well of the sun. And we see that the mind with uh, clinging, clings to all these elements of uh, earth, air, fire, and water, uh, clings to them as self. So we see just like the solar system where things are influenced by gravity, the gravity of the sun. So the mind uh, clings to things, the things of the world, but actually the things of the world belong to the world. You can't uh, take them out of the world. And so the mind thinks that all these things of the world are really a self, a me or a mine. This is ignorance. It's like if we watch a movie or TV show and this is something that people do more and more these days. Uh, people watch more and more TV, more and more movies. And we, we watch what we like. We have a liking for various shows or movies. And we can see that if there's no, if there's no villain in a show, then that show has no flavor. And it's, it's normal for the mind to watch these shows uh, with clinging, have clinging to them. This is just how shows and movies are. So similar with our own lives, we watch our lives and we, we cling to them, just like we cling to the, the media of movies or shows. And anytime there's clinging, this is when there's delusion, when there's ignorance in the mind already. So we're born in the present moment and we have clinging in the present moment and therefore we have suffering in the present moment as well. And if we have a clear knowing, if we have wisdom, 
then no suffering arises. Uh, dukkha is abandoned, and this is the experience of Naroda cessation. And the cessation is experienced because of a lack of clinging and attachment, a lack of ignorance. So we see that this clinging and attachment is something that we should cut off, that we should abandon. And we seek to know cessation clearly. In order to know this, we walk the path of virtue, collectedness and wisdom, this noble eightfold path, which is the path to cut off craving and attachment. And the fact that we're able to cut off uh, clinging and attachment in the mind is a, we can say, a miracle of Dhamma. So therefore we need to practice. Separation from the loved is the way it is. It's the way of the world. So whatever things we like, whatever we attach to those things, they must change, they must alter, we must become uh, separated from them. So we see that all the things of the world are impermanent, uh, ever-changing. And whether it's a material thing that's not alive or a living being, it's uh, impermanent all the same. So we see in the present time with the COVID pandemic, uh, many people are dying uh, from the, the COVID virus. And we have likely heard a lot about this in the news. And we can reflect back to the Buddha's time. Many people also died from various diseases and pandemics. Even sometimes entire cities uh, were filled with the bodies of the dead from uh, various diseases that swept through various uh, epidemics. We can read this in the suttas. So we see that in the present we have the COVID pandemic and 2,564 years ago, the Buddha entered Parinibbana. So for that whole time, two, so now 2,564 years later, we still have pandemics. We still have people dying from disease. So people born in this present time, perhaps they haven't seen any pandemics uh, like the present one, even those 60, 70, or 80 years old, maybe have never seen a pandemic comparable to the current one. But they have occurred since the time of the Buddha. And so we see that this separation from the loved, separation from friends and family, this is just the nature of impermanence, the nature of uh, uncertainty. So we contemplate sankharas, conditioned formations, constantly in this way, seeing that all conditioned things are impermanent, are unstable, unsure. But all conditioned things are dukkha, uh, suffering. They can't sustain themselves. They can't last. And all conditioned things are not a me, not a mind, not a self. We can see that that which is permanent is impermanence. The nature of impermanence is the only thing that's permanent. And that which is sure is that everything is unsure. That which is stable is that everything is unstable. 
So may you contemplate this deeply to see this uh, clearly and deeply. And seeing this clearly is seeing the Dhamma. Seeing that all phenomena arise, stay for a little while and pass away. And that this is the way of nature. Seeing this is seeing the Dhamma. So practice in this way. Train your mind to be collected in samadhi, which we can call a, a correct uh, and firm establishment of mind. And this correct and firm establishment of the mind is uh, setting the mind uh, firmly. And once the mind is collected, then contemplating. Because if the mind isn't firm and collected, then clear knowing will not arise. And then when the mind is uh, firm and stable, then it is possible to see the truth clearly. And we can ask, well, what is, what is this truth? How is this truth that, we're, that we want to see? So we can recollect that the Buddha taught that the body is impermanent, ever-changing. It's stressful. It's something not beautiful. It's not a self, not a me or yours but the mind clings to it as a self. And so we see this as wrong view. So we seek to know the Dhamma, to understand the Dhamma. And we've seen the, the way to go already. We've heard about how to practice already. We recollect that the Buddha was one who understood and saw for himself already. He saw the, the truth of not self, saw that clearly. It was the Sama Sambuddha, the rightly self-awakened one, who knew for himself the truth of reality. Is the knower, the awakened one, uh, Bhutto. And the Buddha taught uh, completely and clearly the way to overcome suffering, the way to overcome this endless cycle of birth and death. Because in every birth we encounter suffering of various types, encounter a lot of suffering every single time we're born in this cycle of samsara. We're born and then we suffer, suffer in various ways. For instance, separating from that which we love. This is uh, one type of suffering that we experience. So we can ask, well, when will we overcome this suffering? We see that even if we have everything, we have everything we would wish for, then even then the fear can arise that will separate from that which we love. And the separation leads to suffering in the heart if one doesn't understand the Dhamma. So therefore the Buddha taught to be heedful, to practice and train the mind to be firm and well-established, to overcome delusion. So we contemplate the body, separate the body into its various component parts. For instance, the 32 parts of the body, we can separate the body into the skin, the nails, the hair of the head, the hair of the body, the, uh, the liver, the intestines, the stomach, the heart, the lungs, the bones, the bone marrow, the blood, and all the various organs and parts of the body, we can separate them out. We can separate the body into the four elements of earth, air, fire, and water. We see that this body, it's merely just a pile of these natural elements, just a heap of these elements. So we see 
for instance, the breath, the air element uh, degrades and passes away. The water element degrades and passes away. The earth element degrades and passes away. The fire element degrades and passes away. And we see really there's nothing there. And we can reflect during this time of the COVID pandemic that there are many bacteria and viruses uh, on and in the human body uh, naturally. And many people are dying of the COVID virus. And we see that this human body, it's the, the home, the residence of various bacteria and viruses. It's the home of cancer as well. And just like bacteria and viruses, cancer uh, can end up destroying the body, uh, causing the body to die. And when the body gets sick in this way, then all of one's friends and loved ones can't help one. They can't uh, save one from that situation. So we see that the bacteria or viruses in the body, they live in the body, they uh, are born and replicate in the body. And they use the same body. So this body, we think of it as our body, it's uh, my body or your body, but the bacteria also live in this body. So who do the bacteria belong to? They come and use the body, but they don't ask for permission first. They live in the body and they, they use it just, just as we use the body as well. And so we end up uh, competing with them or fighting with them uh, to use the same body. So we can see that really this body, it's something we just use temporarily. It's just a heap of earth, air, fire, and water that we use temporarily and then uh, leave behind. So while we're using this body uh, temporarily in this way, we use it to build goodness, to build spiritual virtues, to build parami, to develop our mind to be higher so that we don't have to return and be born again. So we practice to study this subject, study it uh, to completion. And this is the kind of subject that you study and there's, there's no test to take. Uh, there's no test like there is in a university or school. But actually, if we look at it, we're being tested all the time. So in the world, we study many different subjects for the purpose of gaining a livelihood, for the pur purpose of worldly knowledge. But this Buddhist subject, this Buddhist knowledge, it's something that we study to completion. Uh, we study to finish it, to understand it. To understand that materiality is impermanent, the suffering, not self. We practice to reduce our clinging and attachment, which is the cause of suffering. To see clearly that, that all the things of this world are not a self, not a me, not a mine. We see that problems arise because of the sense of self. If we have a, a positive or wholesome sense of self, then we can have happiness and pleasure. We have generosity and virtue. We have metta to those around us and to ourselves. And then we're able to live in harmony together. However, when the sense of self becomes uh, bigger and bigger, 
then we end up harming each other and harming ourselves. This is giving rise to all the problems that we see. Therefore, we must train our minds, must have effort and diligence in training our minds. For instance, we use uh, the shamatha kamatanas, the objects of mind to train the mind to be tranquil. For instance, chanting it to be so, the praises of the Buddha in Pali, or repeating Buddha Dhammo Sangho, which is also a shamatha object, object for peace and tranquility. But even though these objects, we call them uh, tranquility objects, we're really doing this practice for the sake of wisdom. So we can also use as our meditation word, uh, anatta, anatta, or rupa, anatta, rupa, dukkha, rupa, anicca. So materiality is impermanent, or form is impermanent, form is suffering, form is not self. So we can repeat these meditation words in our native language, such as English or in Pali. can repeat anatta, anatta, or repeat not self, not self, not self. Or repeat rupa anatta, nama anatta. Materiality is not self. Uh, mentality is not self. Not self, not self, not self. And so we see the body uh, degrade and disintegrate. We see these four elements uh, disintegrate and degrade. We see this clearly, and when we see this clearly, the mind is uh, bright, luminous, and radiant. And there's no need to fear this experience. There's no need to be afraid at this point. It's just a mind that's bright and luminous. This comes from samadhi, from collectedness. We may even have a nimitta, a clear mental image of the body uh, as a skeleton uh, and the body falling apart, all the bones uh, falling apart. And this is seeing uh, the nature of reality, seeing the Dhamma. So the mind that sees this uh, is seeing the Dhamma. But the first time you see it, it may not be uh, truly seeing the Dhamma. It may just be coming from uh, peace and tranquility of mind. But with this mind that's tranquil, then you can see the nature of not-self again. Then when the mind gathers together, again, one can truly see the Dhamma. So for Dhamma practitioners who listen to the Dhamma, we can uh, reflect on this story. When Lumpu Cha was giving a Dhamma talk, he was teaching that all phenomena are impermanent. And it was possible, or it is possible while listening to such a talk that the mind gathers together and sees the Dhamma, seeing the nature of the Dhamma, that all conditions truly are impermanent. And having seen this, the mind uh, becomes bright, uh, becomes luminous, feels happy and full in one's heart, even for three days and three nights continuously. So this is something that's possible. And for Dhamma practitioners, they have uh, samadhi sometimes, and sometimes they don't. It's not that Dhamma practitioners have samadhi continuously every single day. So when the mind is not peaceful, 
may you have patient endurance. Uh, just keep going, keep practicing, uh, don't give up. And then one day the mind uh, will gather together and one can see clearly. And when this happens, the mind uh, truly changes. And with the mind changing in this way, we see how the Dhamma of the Lord Buddha is truly miraculous, uh, truly amazing. So we practice to realize this fruit, realize this fruit in our own minds, seeing the truth, uh, the truth of reality, of nature. And this is something that we've never seen before. And we see that all beings in this world must die, must age, must sicken, must die. And we see that all phenomena uh, disintegrate and degrade, pass away. So seeing this clearly, knowing arises in the mind, insight, knowledge arises. And with this, uh, faith becomes firm and well-established in Dhamma practice. And with this faith that's firm and solid, we practice uh, with this faith. We see uh, conditions as they are. So may you use this quality of wisdom to train your mind, to train it a lot to see clearly, to contemplate this uh, very often, to see clearly that the body is just a body, the mind is just a mind, uh, a being is just a being. It's all not a me, not a mind, not a self. And even this knowing element is not a me or a you. It's not mine, it's not self all the same. Because if we cling to this knowing element, this jitta as a self, this is just a cause for more suffering. To see the knowing element as anatta, as not self, this gives one more ease, more peace. We see all phenomena as passing away and degrading. So it's the nature of the deluded mind to keep uh, picking up, to keep clinging to the five khandhas, to this body and mind as a self. So keep contemplating the body and mind as uh, disintegrating and degrading. And when one contemplates and sees clearly, this makes the, the jitta, the knowing element, it makes it pure, it makes it free from the kilesas. And if the mind still has kilesas in it, if this knowing element still has defilement, then these kilesas take the mind uh, to take the mind on a journey through samsara, take the mind journeying through all the realms of birth and death, through all the different lifetimes. So may you practice, uh, may you practice the Dhamma with firm effort, use wisdom to contemplate, contemplate all feelings as impermanent, uh, stressful and not self. That's it, that's the way to practice. So may you practice, contemplate and have effort every day and one day you can see clearly, see the Dhamma.